There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for Rotten Treasure. Hello and welcome to Rotten Treasure. Wait, hang on, I'm sorry. No, I, but I, you you got it right. You usually say Rotten Treasures and you got it. I was so fucking pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I we can keep all this in. I, I there was like some feedback that came into my headphone as I was ta- as I was saying the intro and it threw me off so much. I was like, "What did we watch?" All right. Okay, we're keeping this in, but I'm starting over. <laughs> I'm dying already. <laughs> Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watched Tremors 3 back to perfection. Back in perfection? Back, oh. to, perfection. back to perfection. Back to perfection. We're off to a great start. Uh, I'm Jim O'Donnell. With me always is Kai Bobby. Hello. And our special guest, he is... Uh, an improviser with the incredible Philadelphia indie team, <laughs> Daddy Issues, and also the corporate manager, corporate training manager for a company you've definitely heard of. It's Jack McDermott. Hey, guys. Hey, friends. You got the biggest intro we've ever had. <laughs> really? We were, uh, I, I really wish I had an air horn. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hang on, hang on, I got you. No, it's uh, Jack McDermott. <laughs> that was the lamest air horn ever. Um, um Jack, Jack. <laughs> Thank you for having me on Rotten Treasures. And no, it's just one treasure. <laughs> uh, remember how we said that this could go anywhere? This is it going everywhere. Jack, what's your... <laughs> Minutes? We haven't talked about anything. <laughs> uh, Jack, what's your uh, what's your relationship with the Tremors franchise? Practically none. I had never seen the movies until very recently. Um, first one came out in 1990, and my main reason for being aware of it... I, I never... I think I watched maybe the first 20 minutes of it once on, on HBO or prism back when prism was a thing. Um, Philadelphia cable shout out. But um, the only reason I was primarily aware of it was because, so I was, I graduated college in 1990 and entered the workforce. And shortly after that, my second job, which is where I actually worked with people that I liked, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there were a, a few of us who got into, we were in a call center and we got into, uh, in between calls playing the Kevin Bacon game, mm. oh. six degrees of Kevin Bacon. And I used to be really good at it. I mean, I'm old, much older now and my brain is starting to turn to Swiss cheese, but, uh, I used to be able to retain a lot of movies. And if you look at tremors, you've got Kevin Bacon right alongside Fred Ward and the other one that was cool for me was bb bash who plays oh. the doctor's wife um because she was in star trek too she was in the wrath of khan she was carol marcus um uh, and she was also in steel magnolias so between you know fred ward being just in the right stuff and the player and yeah. bb bash being in star trek two uh and uh, and steel magnolias uh there were a lot of uh, uh i there were a lot of films that took that I wound up going through tremors to get to Kevin Bacon. 
So I was aware of the first film, but I was, I really didn't pay because I didn't watch it. I didn't really pay any attention to any of the sequels. Uh, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's been kind of fun. Um, uh, because I, I needed to watch this and quite honestly, the easiest and cheapest way to get it was as part of a six film bundle on iTunes. Oh, <laughs> so, no. <laughs> I'm so past, sorry. No, no, I'm loving it. I, it's great. So I watched the first movie for the first time all the way through last week. I watched Tremors 2 over the weekend. And then last night and today, I watched I watched uh, 3 twice just to be ready for this. No. <laughs> I, I, it's just so much commitment, Jack. Well, <laughs> why did you do that to yourself, Jack? We, we watched it, I watched it once last night, and I hated it i had to stop an hour in and go and like i had to take a walk and reassess my life like, <laughs> we actually we, sh- we, sh- we shut down the podcast and we quit we packed it up <laughs> but i don't know i was i wanted to see it jack so we we, we put it back on <laughs> like ghosts in the night <laughs> well it was you know and i'll, I'll say this uh, i i do still have three more to watch um the, same also, the series is on the NBC app on my Apple TV, so uh, who knows? Maybe I'll check that out. But the first movie wasn't terrible. It was kind of cool as an homage to the 50s monster movies. Mm. Um, there were some real shitty jokes but and some real shitty acting, but it was also, you know, it's popcorn. You know, you don't go to this movie to be enlightened. Uh, yeah. the second movie was hot garbage. I thought it was oak. I thought it was competent. I thought like it did its job for like an hour. And then it, there's something about, uh, tremors where an hour in, they're just like, let's turn everything around. Uh, and either it make it go from a good movie to a great movie, a good movie to a bad movie or a horrible movie to a, okay. Right whatever movie let's resolve right. this let's resolve this in the <laughs> slowest paced, most ridiculous ways possible <laughs> and then roll credits well and that's the, that's why i think three succeeds i think of the three movies it's my favorite of the three oh. that i've seen whoa 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 <laughs> let's let's be clear it's my favorite bad movie in this group because they are terrible movies but I think it did what it did kind of well. Okay. Explain uh, yourself. No. All right. So here's, <laughs> here's my favorite thing about this. Um, Michael Gross, who, you know, now it's the third movie. He's finally the leading man. Yeah, fuck you, Fred Ward. We don't need you anymore. Yeah, take that, Kevin Bacon. Who do you think you are? A movie star? He's off there. He's, he's married to Rhonda LeBecq. Um, <laughs> but... Bert can't catch a goddamn break. He's this, you know, he, he's a, a a good part of the plot in the first one. Doesn't really stand out that much except for, okay, he's the, you know, him and Reba McIntyre, they're the, they're the gun nuts. They're the survivalists. Okay, fine. Yep. Second movie, he comes down. And I know this, this podcast is about the third movie, so I apologize, but. No, you're good. Um, it's fine twice he, he gets to say how was i supposed to know because first he shoots that elephant gun through nine buildings and the only truck they're going to be able to, to escape in right and 
then he's got his his truck with all of his MREs in the garage. So by the third movie, he's got his stuff figured out. I mean, he's being, you know, he's he's going down to uh, what was it, Ecuador uh, to to solve the shrieker problem in Ecuador. And then he comes back and we've got the ass blasters who turn everything on its head because he blows up all of his MREs and his house to prevent that one ass blaster from getting <sighs> right when he didn't even need to. That he, was painful. Yeah, he 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 is so uh, grim and gritty and survivalist and gung ho and hapless. And I just I love him. There's there's one moment in the movie where he's um, he's uh, still caught by wires. Uh, to the mattress at the <laughs> end sequence. Um, but danger is over and he's got his hands up cause they're caught. And I know I'm doing this and this is a podcast, so you can't see what I'm doing. I'm enjoying um, watching you. It's great, Jack. You're but doing he's got his hands kind of up and moving like this. And he's got this grimace on his face. And I swear to God, he looks like Wallace from the Aardman cartoons. It's so adorably dorky. I just, I, I enjoy it. It's candy. These movies are candy. They're not supposed to be discussed seriously. That's why we're talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> the first one, uh, it was like perfectly paced. It was like, okay, this is like going and going and going and going and then the end of the movie. And then this one was just like crawling to the end. Oh, it's it I like nor I think the point I uh, when they reveal like the Shriekers become the Ass Blasters. First of all, worst name I've ever heard. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> they, terrible. They literally pulled that out of their ass. Well, I mean, and, uh, well, go ahead. Sorry. It cost them It cost them the PG-13 rating, or the PG rating. To call them Ass Blasters? Yeah, because they said it so many times in the movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, which is a dumb reason to, <laughs> for that to happen. Uh, but they, it, it, once they become the Ass Blasters... And then it comes out, and it's fully CGI, mm-hmm. and horrible to look at because its feet don't touch the ground. It's very clear. It's just like a computer image over top of another image. There's no depth to it. Look at Gollum in Lord of the Rings. He looks real. <laughs> um, in this one, it's just a picture over another picture. Uh, but once that happened, I was like, all right, this movie has officially gone to uh batshit town and i'm here for it well, <laughs> yeah. i think i think the thing that really went like for me batshit town is that it has combustible farts that makes it fly i mean i don't know if that's exactly what's going on there but no that is 100 percent what's going mm-hmm. on because it's okay, cool. stomach acid is like butane or whatever it was uh and then it farts and then once it hits the oxygen it explodes and that's how it flies okay and just like the shriekers it now has thermal, it, like it can see heat again, which as uh, which as Ralph pointed out last week is stupid because they're in the desert and everything is hot. Actually, yeah, that's that's really fucking dumb. I was I was thinking about that when they were trying to get back to Bert's place and they decided to use an old mattress that had been sitting on the desert floor to camouflage themselves. Yep. My that favorite was... part about that was they were like, "How are we gonna get? How are we gonna get across the desert?" Oh, good. One of those uh, desert mattresses are right next to us. Let's pull that over us. Don't worry, that it's only kind of fits over us. 
Well, and that's the thing is when they picked it up, I was like, what the fuck? This is so stupid. And then like, what, wait 20 seconds and you're like, ah, fuck, it works. Like I was so mad <laughs> that they actually were able to do it for like a second. Did it, they were able to get ducked down low enough to get it to work, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they obscured uh, like like at the sides of their legs, which were – and you, you want to talk about the effects. I mean you're right, Jim. The, the CGI in this was asylum-level bad. I mean the, oh, the, it was terrible. Um, but, um, they at least improved a little bit from two because I was reading about two and they, they were so low budget. They couldn't generate CGI, the, or the, excuse me, the thermal views. Mm. Um, and so they basically used a super eight camera to film the actors running around in red, uh, jumpsuits with yellow socks. And then they played it back at full frame converting it into the movie format. Uh, so it became really blurry and that's how they did it. But with this, you, at least we, we saw some, you know, some infrared, we could see cactus Jack's face. Yeah. I saw it that. Was, it was, it was looking at him and it was like, okay, so that's some, at least some decent infrared trickeration. But the CGI. Oh, was like there, there was whenever they showed the CGI graboid, I was furious. No, I mean, the, the, the albino El Blanco. His his uh, uh, Moby Dick, because he says, which he baffinately he baffly says, call me Ishmael, just because that's the first line of uh, Moby Dick. Ishmael's not Captain Ahab. This doesn't make any sense in your <laughs> metaphor. What are you saying to me right now, Bert? And, like, and Ahab pursues the white whale, and El Blanco is pursuing him for the stupidest of reasons. And the white whale is a particularly aggressive whale, and whales are usually pretty yeah. docile. This thing is <laughs> this thing is a pretty docile thing that eats everyone. I mean, it, it, when it came to Bert's compound and just, like, popped up out of the ground and kind of wiggled around, it was just Hiya. like, it Hiya. felt like, yeah, I was like, what is this, fucking Free Willy? Like, this is just like a sense of it, like, <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> jumps over the house, <laughs> and he's like, you're free, and he goes to the other side. It's like, he could have gone that way anyway. <laughs> Well, yeah, the other, the other thing about it is the only music. time the only time they really showed a good long CGI shot of it. I mean, you know, they had the the fake mouth when it popped up and scared Melvin at the end, the the actual um, puppet. But well, they also had it when it killed a uh, fucking punk dude, uh, oh, whatever the heck his name is, Arturo uh, Buford. <laughs> Buford. Oh, Buford. Buford. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy I wrote down. Uh, oh, someone just got off the Freddy versus Jason set. <laughs> where were you to roast him back in 2001 when you were just I, I should have been there because i had more because i was like what are you a, what are you a tony hawk character well i mean you knew he was if, if you check imdb you know he's gonna die early because his other roles include uh cd guy thug mugger and serial killer good did he real good after did that not, he didn't he didn't go too far from his normal thing no, no, he's he's staying in his lane, and that's good. But when you see when you see El Blanco come up, it's invariably from the back, the the time at the house, and mm -hmm. also when it uh, you know when it uh, uh, when it comes up, I think when they're on the rocks. Yep. And it looked kind of penisy. Oh yeah, no, we've talked about this. Oh, it's very yep. penisy because it also it has like foreskin. Yeah. They've had to they had to reroute the the design of them. We've uh it, like because of that multi like they have to do it a bunch of times. 
uh, yeah, it was. It's a problem with the foreskin and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it crashes into a uh, a cement block, uh, which is little, very penisy. Uh, I don't know about you. I don't yep. know about y'all, but that's what I do with my penis. Yeah, a little CBT coming out. <laughs> it, creatures love it. <laughs> I hated this. <laughs> I, uh, Wait, this is, I just, this is I how just said that, or the movie? The movie. I'm, okay. This is how I'm gonna keep bringing it back. Is just how much I fucking hated this. Well, okay, Jack. Do you want to talk about things that made you happy or things that made you mad in this movie? Where are you at right now? Uh, well, it, like I said, it was there. There were a lot of things that made me that made you. Uh, let's not mad and not happy, but kind of. Uh, confused puppy i mean this stuff would happen on the screen and i would go huh yeah you know my head would tilt um when, uh, tim allen yeah sorry <laughs> Here I mean, first off, talk, talking about those um those bad uh special effects uh where was it um when they were when they first encounter the ass blasters and um what's his name the uh miguel uh, who all, you know, because it was nice to see a couple people from the first movie. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah the Jurassic a lot Park of all came back, and yeah. also Melvin came back. And Melvin came back, um, and uh, and they were the same actors. Uh, Charlotte Stewart played Nancy uh, in both. Um, but Miguel, uh, the first victim, the first visible victim of of the ass blasters, he looked like a cardboard cutout being knocked off that hill when the ass. It, it was like, oh, paper Miguel just fell. It, yeah. it looked like it looked like a Monty Python when they had like the paintings moving yes. around. It's like yes. <laughs> it was like someone took a picture of Miguel and was just like, let's just move this over here, and he's dead. Guys, we killed Miguel. And then there's was... a emotional moment. Is it because Miguel was just like moving forward with his career and just like, or I mean, why did they kill him? Like. I guess they had to probably kill one regular that they're gotta, bringing back, I guess. Yeah, there's got to be stakes. Otherwise, we're not going to buy into this nonsense they're selling then, us. Then fucking kill Melvin. <laughs> Seriously. Melvin goes on to be in the series, for crying out loud. Oh, he's going to be back? I, I wish he's, you hadn't told me that, Jack. I'm sorry. No, no, the TV series. We're the not TV watching that. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in like two or three episodes, just because I looked up his credits. Um, oh. What else did I like? Oh, um, well, first of all, I, I liked... Uh, that um, I liked what I learned that that yeah as as uh, Joe I think you mentioned it that that Mindy was played by Ariana Richards who was Lex in Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and you know the first movie was out before Jurassic Park but this one you know they had her and I I thought the the scene with her and her mother in the box on the roof was a nice callback to. Uh, to to you know hiding in the cabinets in the kitchen in Jurassic Park. Nice. Um, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Nice. nice. I didn't yes. either because I was too distracted being like, where'd they get that box from? Is that one of them mm-hmm. desert boxes that always come up? Box. It's there. The roof box. It's, well, a, it's they, a yeah. They have they have a graboid ladder. At this point, if they have a roof box, I'm I'm not really thrown off. <laughs> I do like that the ladder the ladder is specifically called to be a graboid ladder. <laughs> right. It's it's not just the roof access ladder. It's the graboid ladder. Yeah. That was awesome, but I, I do I do think that they missed an opportunity by not having her spot one of the monsters while eating green jello. I think uh, that would have been a great callback for the people who realized who the heck she was. I mean, they they were doing 
callbacks quite a bit, I think, in this movie. I like that they gave her the CD player. Um, you know, mm-hmm. again, here she is. She's still into music, so they got to use that in order as like a like a decoy uh, mm-hmm. when she blasted that through uh, through Bert's radio, so he could uh, get away from a, a graboid. It was uh, so early 2000s, late 90s, because she had the CD player like attached to her leg. Mm-hmm. which is just it's like that's i haven't seen that in so many years to her low rider jeans when when they did that thing where she was like bringing back some pants that she was supposed to mend and she did it with tape mm-hmm. in the beginning right i was just like in the beginning i was like oh okay cool there's no way that's gonna be called back or important i was i, I was immediately Twice. like this is gonna be an important thing i don't know i Twice? just i caught it yeah, she she taped her headphones to the walkie-talkie to make the noise. Nice. Oh, that, right. I didn't even think about that. And then, yeah, um, Cactus Jack uh, had you know, the tape on his pants, which he was able to throw, you know, even with his rotator cuff problems, a perfect throw to land a sticky ball onto a slimy creature. That's yeah, where he got the tape. I was watching that scene, and I was like, where did he get that tape from? I'm not going to rewind it because I don't want to find out, but I mean, I'm going to be honest. I've also we've all had that crouch hole in our jeans. I have used tape in a dire laziness moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, whatever. But also as a fashion statement, uh, it's weird. <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, it's fine, though. You clearly Sorry, weren't. Uh, <laughs> you clearly weren't an early 2000s teenager then. Uh, yes, 2001 is when I was, like, 13. Well, I'm sorry I said that then, but... (laughs) I don't know why I wasn't watching this movie at 13. This should have been, like, the most important thing in my life. I I just watched her and was like, she is so reality bites. Like, and I'm not a fan of that movie, because it's just such, like, a, it's the 90s and we're deep. And we're we're twenty somethings, and this is what, and this is how being a twenty something is deep. And it's like, stop it, <laughs> stop it. You're all idiots. I hate you all. Well, you don't you don't think the depths of your personality were all in your twenties, Jim? Yeah. Oh, still you're still in, in your twenties. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that. I'm not gonna, but I'm not gonna make a movie about the the 2020s uh, being like, look how deep I am. I I shoot everything, and then that's life. Jesus. <laughs> Shoot um, a camera, not on a, not with a gun, by the way. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Uh, I, I, just so everyone should know, Jim also has stockpiled weapons in his house. He has a <laughs> he has a bunker underneath his apartment. Uh, legally, I'm not allowed to talk about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> perfectly fine. This I love it out. No, no. <laughs> I love that Bert's compound had a slide that you got to escape out of the safe room with. Uh, I was like, yeah. okay, cool. this is McDonald's. Like, <laughs> sweet. I would have. I would have. Room loved. is no longer safe. I'm getting out of Dodge in the most unsafe way possible. Yeah. I would have absolutely loved if they like they were like in this dire situation where they're like it's getting through and he's like I'm gonna blow it up and they were like are you think it's safe? Yeah, I think it's safe. All right, we're gonna go down. Da- we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> I hope he's okay. <laughs> oh no, that that would have been fucking priceless. Um, a couple, uh, like a couple more things. When I was talking about callbacks, they did it again. They brought back the word penetration. Why do they keep making this a callback? They talk about the pen- the penetration of bullets 
if they keep doing this every episode, I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna write somebody because I don't know why this is a thing that keeps really bothering me, but it does. Uh, SS Wilson just really wants to be HR Giger more than anything. He's he's making these penis monsters. He's having them penetrate that ground. Well, in this one, not so much. Did you? Okay. <laughs> I getting off penises real quick. Uh, which I say all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like a hobby. <laughs> the the graboids underground like in the first one it really felt like they were coming at you and there was like dirt flying up everywhere this one looked like it was a this one looked like a dog under a rug it, because like it's just the spot would like lift up and then no dirt would move around it and there was no sense of how fast and destructive it was it was just like ah there it is <laughs> it found well, it found us. I mean, if you're thinking about the, the CG the CGI of that, which looks so bad, <clears throat> Cactus Jack's fake adventures with Buford blowing the fire extinguisher full of dirt and then pulling the rope to knock over the fences was this the this was scarier, yeah, than than the effect that we wound up seeing on screen. Well, because it was it it was done in camera. It was real. Right, and you got this. You got the smoke coming out of the uh, like what the fire extinguisher kind of coming. Mm-hmm. It looks like I'm not gonna lie. It did did look a little bit like a choo choo train was coming by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the choo oh, no! It's choo choo, Trevor. <laughs> no. Oh. But no, I mean, I agree. I think that looked scarier uh, than any other time that we actually saw the graboid. You guys are saying scary as if like. It's scary. Not scary. Well, no, I, I'm talking about di- di- about the difference between CGI and shot in camera, and and that's that's all I'm saying is that because, for, for, you know, whether we're talking about the movie or whether we're talking about, you know, Jack's ridiculous, you know, tour, the stuff was done practically, and so it's it it works better than uh, that's all I'm trying to say. I'm Jim. I'm trying to compare it yeah. to the the. Um, you know, the non-particulate wave of, of desert dirt that, you know, apparently their Atari computer was the best that we could, they could manage. After <laughs> <laughs> that last time too. <laughs> but even the, like in the first one, it, it all looked fine because the, it was all competently done. But in this one, it, it, it felt like, it, it felt like a, 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 like a haunted house made for like tax reasons. Like someone was like, you have to make a haunted house. The IRS is making you make a haunted house. They're like, fine, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it well. Like, all right, fine. This is well, so specific, Jim. Did this happen to you? No. <laughs> it's just, it, this is just what it felt like to me. It felt like Wesley Snipes. They were like, oh, you have to make a movie for us, and he was like, fine, but I'm not gonna put any effort into it. It's well, gonna it, be Tremors three. It's gonna be called Back to Perfection. Get over it. They had half the budget of the first movie, so I mean this this was this was you know from their their direct to video arm of production, right? So they did what they could with the money. Like I, I said, he's... this is a Jim. Don't don't think I'm a fanboy for this movie. <laughs> I, this was a bad movie, but it it was a bad movie that I could enjoy as a, as opposed to like a bad movie that I never want to see again. I I would watch this again. Mm, nope i will never watch this movie for the rest of my life oh no i'm never doing it either but you mentioned the budget being half this had two million dollars more than the last movie the last one had four million dollars this one had six million dollars right to make this movie and they they piddled it away 
on their on their taxes. Um, so a thing that uh, can I get, I'm just gonna get into a couple things that really bothered me uh, about this movie. Why is it that after 11 years they don't have cell towers anywhere near this city? Um. So. <laughs> You, uh, we we established that one time uh, you've never been to Nevada. Oh, it's the that fucking is, hills. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what it's like in Nevada. There is so many. It is a complete dead zone there. Even looking at like when you see those maps of like AT and T and Verizon, like mm-hmm. there, it's always a dead zone in Nevada. I'm just imagining someone just trying to go with their phone, and be like, oh, I can't, trying to get a goddamn hotspot. I can't. I need. I need. I need to make a hotspot. I, I I just realized something. I'm sorry. What's up? Nevada. And it's Nevada? Nevada. I said Nevada. It's Nevada. Is it really? Yeah. Nevada. I, there was Nevada. A, there's a part in Veep where they keep saying Nevada, and uh, the boss from Office Space keeps going, Nevada. It's Nevada. Nevada. In the background. Is it Las Vegas, Nevada? How dare you, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> I don't come from the state, all right? <laughs> I just have been there a couple of times. And you validated the pronunciation through a sitcom. I hated this movie, guys. I hated it. <laughs> Another thing, Jim, that you can also... Uh, you're mad, so let me keep making you more mad. All right. So just because... No, no, no. Every single time... There's a lot of things that I'll get mad about. They're like, oh, here, Kai. It's a justifiable thing. There's a reason. They talked about it already. Can you explain to me if they've ever called the Graboids Tremors in the first two movies? Because if they haven't, they haven't. They, they, they haven't. But okay. then, are you mad about this too? When the kid, they, they in the movie specifically make it a point. Jim, do you want to say it out loud? Because you look mad. No, no, no. Because I'm the opposite of mad. I liked this joke okay. a lot. So you say it. Yeah. No. They make a joke uh, specifically because the, this random kid calls them uh, like tremors, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like it's such a, like a wink to the audience of just like. Oh, you know, it's annoying how you're always at a party and you're trying to talk about the movie, uh, you know, Tremors, and you're trying to talk about the Graboids, and you always fuck up. It's it's the, it's Frankenstein's monster, not Frankenstein. <laughs> it's right. There's one fucking person at the party that's just like adamant about Tremors and just like you will get this right. <laughs> They're called Graboids or Shriekers or Ass Blasters, depending on which movie you're watching or which Dark Horse comic book you're reading. That's why nobody likes you, Trevor. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Nobody likes you, Tremors. I actually like that joke. I know you're right. It makes no sense in universe. Like, why would that kid call them Tremors? They're never called Tremors in universe ever. But for me, because I called them Tremors until uh, I started this. (laughs) And so we started doing this series on the podcast. Right, because I, I never so, cared at all. I act so superior, like I've always known this. <laughs> this is just content that I have received over the last two weeks. I'm I'm sure once we're done this segment of the podcast, I will never refer to them as graboids, and they will be tremors from now on. From then on out. <laughs> You're so shallow in your orthodoxy, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> that actually reminds me of something else. Cactus Jack. This is. This is going to seem like a weird dig at you, Jack, right now, but I'm going to have to promise you that it's not at all. Okay. So, um, Des- Desert Jack. 
Do we could call him Cactus Jack? I oh, thought he was call- Cactus Jack. No, Cactus Jack is a wrestler and is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different oh my person. god, you're right. <laughs> don't yeah. like don't mess with Mick Foley like that. There is only I, one Cactus Jack. <laughs> so Mick Foley was like Mick Foley weirdly No, I'm kidding. Uh Desert Jack has like weird lines that are like well written. His fortune cookie like, wisdom. Yeah, like once in a while he'll just drop. Let me. I wrote one down. Tom is the eternal river. It's best not. It's best we not swim upstream. It's like this is the same guy who has duct tape on his pants and a fake gun. Like, stop trying to make him. The universe like, will provide. He's stupid, but he's smart. He's running an operation <laughs> where he is tricking people into believing on the safari that they're gonna, you know, being attacked by graboids, and he's also has merchandise or like no he's selling he's selling beers he's selling a beverage called graboid grape i want it (laughs) i want to know what it is monster mango how much money is he actually making it can't be more than like a hundred dollars a day i mean yeah i can i mean excursion your your family of four goes how much how much are they spending how much is each ticket? Hundred bucks. You're gonna spend a hundred dollars on a tourist trap to almost get eaten by a giant desert worm. And obviously, hey, if it's in trap. if it's in Nevada, um, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of that stuff out there. There's you know the 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 pink Hummer rides out to you know the Red Rocks Canyon and all that stuff. Uh, you know you you do it while you're in the city. You're in you're in Las Vegas and you book all that stuff from the postcards that are in your rooms. So yeah, sure. You know, a couple. If it's that notorious, I mean, if it's notorious enough that comic books have been written about it, video games have been written about it. There's a Monster World theme park. Yeah. Earl and Grady are running somewhere. Then hey, if we're actually in the state, let's take a ride out to Perfection and check this out and. If you're in Las Vegas, Nevada, you're used to spending coin. Well, I will say okay. I'm I'm glad people are doing it because they didn't, then we wouldn't have got the guy with the uh, suntan lotion on his nose. Uh, I actually it's love this zinc. character. I love that they. What's I'm sorry. What did? Oh, it's zinc. It's zinc. Every time someone's like, why do they have suntan lotion on their nose? They don't. They have zinc on their nose. Well, now it's everybody a feels locker. Now you've made half of our listeners feel like an idiot, Jim. Great job. Yeah, I know. I was going to correct Siobhan when she said it in the first episode, when she said it about the main girl. Uh, but I was like, no, hold back. Don't right. don't correct them. Don't right. tell them it's actually Zinc. So now we can shit on Siobhan on this episode? Yeah. Siobhan, fight me. <laughs> I will challenge you to a fight right here, right now, because you said sunscreen instead of Zinc. Okay. I can't wait for this to <laughs> I can't wait for this to, to drop. So so this zinc guy <laughs> I, I love how when uh Buford I keep saying Buford and I know it's Buford and I gotta stop saying boof. Um Oh no <laughs> But when Buford gets swallowed up by the graboid, he's he's on the on the truck. Zinc dude just goes what, a foot and a half away and gets some close up with his camera? Like that what a dedicated tourist. He's I, like, honey, I paid a hundred dollars for this ticket. I'm getting I'm getting my money's worth. 
I laughed a lot at that. I I laughed a lot at like it coming up and they're like, oh my god, we're in actual danger. And he's like, and they're like, get in there and like do the thing you need to do. He's like, got it. Chick 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 chick. Oh no! And then he runs away. Okay, something that 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 did actually kind of throw me off though was when they got back from the excursion, right? And everybody lived and everything was fine. Well, not everyone lived. Buford died, but they lived. Uh, Miguel also died. Oh, sorry. Fuck, you're right. Okay, so. Miguel's died. Miguel died. People have died. Great. This actually helps my point even more. Two people have died. And these tourists, they're just like, get out of town. We never want to see you again. And he's like, you better buy me a camera. N- nevertheless, you've witnessed two murders. The- you should be like, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> you don't just go witness murders and then go back to your small town like nothing happened. And, well, and, sue, a, and sue a guy who makes 100 bucks a day yeah. because, of a, uh, because of a camera that he lost. Well, as Desert Jack said to him, you wanted to see a graboid, you you saw a graboid, and that was his his accent was so all oh, over the, the place, place. That, that that he had it right there. Yeah, you know, at least he had it right there to sound intimidating intimidating to the guy. I wrote down shitty Brad Pitt. Oh, can you oh, feel it? Can you feel me on it? Do you mm, can you hear it I, in your head? I felt it. There's someone else he looks even more like that I oh. can't. I mean, cadence, his cadence to the whole movie is very, Oh, Oh, like, okay. like, like, like an bastards. It's <laughs> a very like impersonator. Uh, like, yeah, for me anyways. Yeah. Where he comes out and he's just like, I'm from the South for some reason. Yeah. That's not, that's not how he sounds at all. <laughs> I thought that was a debt. Hey, who did I do a good impression of Fred Ward? Yeah. Do Fred again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's up? I'm Desert Jack. See, he says that all the time. There's a point where they say a line uh, where it's another nod to the series, and, and maybe this is actually why they end up calling the sixth one what they call it. But did anybody catch them drop yep. a name of a future series in this movie? I did. And Jim, what was it? I did not. It's Cold Day in Hell. Right, because they're talking about uh, it's just one of one of Bert's many great lines, but just referring to uh, oh, I don't even remember what referring to a, the, the day they lose. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah, the I think it's I think it's the sixth one is a cold day in hell, if I'm not mistaken. I wrote the seventh one, but I I did that while I was like quickly uh, like scrambling to write notes while I watched the movie, so it could be the sixth one. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. It's the sixth one. Uh, the seventh one, uh, which came out this year, is uh, Tremors Shrieker Island. Yeah, that's and the one with John that Peter. W- that was not included in the bundle that I got. I got I'm the first six, and that's it. Well, if you need to see Napoleon Dynamite get eaten, or almost get eaten by uh, monsters, then watch that movie. Oh, my God. Michael Gross is in it. <laughs> is it it, too? So, Michael Gross, a couple of his, like, my favorite lines that he got, because I... He's the thread. He's the thread through all these series. I've already seen the advertisements. I know he's going to be there. I'm 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 actually personally glad because I am growingly leaning into his bullshit. Uh, like one like what was it? One question: Is your head up your ass for warmth? You know, like he love get, that. You get what a solid line. Yes. Um. Uh. And that's why we're on the top of the food chain. What a great thing to yell when you kill uh one of these beasts. Like he just he gets the good ones. <laughs> I right definitely out of want to find somebody. I definitely want to find somebody and 
just so I can ask them as your head up your ass for the warmth because that's mm-hmm. that is such a great burn. I feel but like it's I'll, a good save it for improv. Please say that shit to me in the middle of an improv scene. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah, another then one I of his lines and... that I I wrote down is what kind of supreme being would condone such irony? Oh, oh yeah, I liked that one too. What was that about though? That was when he when he got on the walkie-talkie with Mindy uh, and um uh, her mother, uh, Charlotte, uh, or, uh, Nancy. And they were told, yeah, they just go into a food coma. Oh, when they eat. Oh, you mean when they eat a microwaved ham because Jurassic oh. Park girl is a genius and throws a, ham, a honey, uh, like a full honey, half ham into the microwave. And <laughs> that was 10 pound so microwave, a 10 pound ham in the microwave for three seconds. And now it's sizzling her fingers when she takes it out. Hot, 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 hot. And throws it like, <laughs> and and then the second time I watched it, you notice that it eats this hot ham with the pineapple still sticking to it, the pineapple ring still sticking to it, yeah. and then it kicks some sort of deli meat log that's right next to it. Yeah. And the second time that I watched it, I noticed this is the worst CGI polygon that has ever existed. It, it is, there are no shadows. There's no lighting. It's, it's just, it's not rendered at all. It's, it's like a, it, it's color forms, basically. It's. I, it, I, I'm going back to saying this looks like a Tony Hawk game. It is a PS2 era game that they made into a movie and they put, <laughs> I keep wanting to say his name's Burt Ward, but it's because I'm confusing Bert and also Fred Ward. So <laughs> the original Robin from the Jim, Batman you just found your, You just found your new stage name. Bert Ward? <laughs> yeah, I like I it. I can't be. There's already a guy named Bert Ward. He was the original Robin in the uh, the Batman show. Oh, my apologies. All right, never mind. You're screwed. I He's think an so. actual person, yeah. Sorry, Jim. Yeah. What, were you, what were you saying before I called you Bert Ward? I don't know, because I'm going to look up Bert Ward right now. <laughs> this is my fault. I'm sorry. There's a great story by this is this is a weird aside. Um, there's a great story by Conan O'Brien where he uh, where Burt Ward came to Harvard with uh, the uh, original. Uh, I think it was the Batman costume uh, or the original Robin costume, which would make more sense. And uh, and Burt Ward was apparently totally full of himself where he was like, yeah, Robin's the real main character of the Batman show. Clearly. And then they ended up stealing the Batman costume and uh, he drives away with it and they like ran, like quote unquote ransom it back to him. But Conan O'Brien tells that story way better. That's fine. <laughs> should, everyone should listen to it. It's very funny. Honestly, trying to relay Conan O'Brien to anybody else is impossible because Conan O'Brien is Conan O'Brien. Yeah, he's got weird legs. <laughs> first point that, that makes conan o'brien conan o'brien have you seen his legs they're like w- once in a while he'll like pull his pants up all the way and you'll be like oh my god his his legs are half his body i did see him uh going to a, a sauna so yes i have i have seen his legs it's the Wait, first like, line in his wikipedia page is you know conan o'brien known for his weird legs also one of the longest running television hosts oh wow burt ward's real name is not burt Ward, it's Bert Jervis. Okay, so it's available. And also, he changed the way he spelled Bert. He was is this B- interesting content? Is this is this content you'd listen to? 
folks at home? Yeah. Wait for the pause in case anybody gets back to it. Email me. (laughs) Subscribe now. Send a bat signal over to me with a tremor. I already don't want to talk about anything else. I hate it. I hate everything. I, I, I want to talk about something. Okay, help me. Bert's watch. Oh, yeah. The watch we find out about in the last five minutes. Chekhov's watch. The the watch that's out there that they they set up early on. And it's first off, that's not how atomic receiving clocks work. But every other time he interacts with it, he looks at it and he reads it and he relays information. When it's at the end and El Blanco is coming at them, he's just looked at his watch. He's, he's, you know, 23 hours and 59 minutes. He's looked at his watch. El Blanco comes up. Why is that thing following you? The watch beeps. This watch hasn't beeped once in this movie. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, oh, hey, maybe it's the ultrasonic waves. You got to make it beep a couple other times in the movie if you're going to. If if you're gonna go down that, I, I get it. You know, it's it's an interesting way to you know to have the monster be attracted. Although the instant that watch was stuck to the back of an ass blaster, El Blanco eats it. In the meantime, you know he's playing patty cake with Bert throughout the rest of the movie, and Bert's wearing the watch. So I still don't get that. But the beeping that that beeping really pissed me off. It doesn't make any sense, and it's one of those things where I'm like I'm confident that it was just it existed, and probably in a, in other scenes that you wish it did. And then it got edited out. Um, and then they still, for whatever reason, decided to keep that small aspect in the end because it was a clever way to get an ass blaster to die is to take your free willy little buddy worm and make it so he takes him out for you. Uh, that was clever. I, I, I don't like this movie, but I thought that was at <laughs> least clever to make one eat another. Yeah, because they had... Uh... Because I thought it was, it's not. IMDb made this a fact, which means that it made it like one of those trivia facts, which means that it was just someone was like, oh, I connected two dots, and it's like you connected that two wrong dots, you idiot. Someone was like, there's the comic books at the beginning. It says Shriekers, and then Graboids, and then Graboids versus Shriekers, and at the end of the movie, a Graboid eats a ass blaster. It's like it eats. A, yeah, it's not a graboid versus a shrieker. You're two things together. And also, why didn't they say graboids, shriekers, graboids versus shriekers? Why wasn't that in order? You're bothering me, movie. I hated. I didn't like this movie. I didn't like it. Siegfried and Roy buys the buys the ass blaster. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Is that a thing with, you like? With retrospect, you know. No. You know, with hindsight, that's kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Siegfried and Roy are gonna literally in their show have a flying, combustible fart like human destroying animal, and they're just gonna tame it. It'll be fine. Yeah, well, they're not gonna feed it. Is what's gonna happen <laughs> historically, because that's what uh, Siegfried and Roy does. I think that hot takes on you, Siegfried and Roy. I would, I would love it if Siegfried and Roy just came out each with a giant half ham and just like tossed it at that. That, <laughs> that they put in the microwave for three seconds. They're like, hot, 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 hot. That's the routine. Yeah, and then and then they uh, they unveil it, uh, and then the whole audience goes, oh, because that's what happens to Siegfried and Roy. I've actually, I have no idea. 
I have never been to Nevada. Um, the only context I have for them, once again, is that damn Chevy Chase movie, because uh, they're in it. Vegas Vacation? Yeah. One where the guy goes, I want the money! I want it! No, the only important line from that movie um, is when they're at the buffet, and there's yellow slop and blue slop, and they're like, uh, yeah, give me some of the yellow, and uh, yeah, I'll take some of the blue. Like, it's just so stupid. <laughs> I don't know why it brings me so much joy. That's Chevy Chase. In a nutshell. I think that's, that's... That's dumb. That's the only vacation movie I didn't see. Yeah, you don't yeah, need to. Yeah, right. It just happened to be the one that, that rotated in my... Like, I don't know why. I don't know why that movie was in my life so much, but it was. Fun fact about that movie. It's part of a series, and on our list, Kai. <laughs> we'll talk Uh-oh. about it. Um, Here's a question for you. Have, did either of you see a show? I, I'm trying to remember when it was on. Uh, it used to be on TLC, uh, and it was a British show. And then they made started making a U.S. version of it. It's called Junkyard Wars. Mm-mm. Aware of it, but I didn't watch it. They'd have you know two hosts in you know adorable post-apocalyptic gear, serving as the lords of this junkyard. And they would have teams, you know, and teams had to go out and say build an all-terrain vehicle or a submarine or you know, uh, uh, something that would tear down a building and they had to do it with stuff in their junkyard. And I, I was, that came back to me as I was watching, uh, them gathering the pieces for the potato gun. Yeah. Uh, And, and, and it came back to me in a fun way. I would, I would have, I would love to see, you know, scenes from that junkyard hunt interspersed with bits of the hosts from junkyard wars. Um, (laughs) You know, that just that made me made me chuckle. But um, I I love the fact that they used a potato gun. By the way, have either of you ever shot a potato gun? Fired mm-hmm. a potato gun? Oh yeah, I was a I was a thirteen year old boy at one point. I definitely <laughs> that is have un- shot one. Unfortunately, well, I, not in my, it has not been in my life. I it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I grew, I grew up so in much a, fun. yeah I grew up in row homes with no open space. But every year we for Fourth of July we'd go up to um the, these friends of my parents who were so close that we called them aunt and uncle you know that that kind of family relationship and they had a huge huge field out behind and they would shoot off fireworks every fourth of july but one year they had a potato gun and whoever built it they went all out they had you know different sizes of pvc with the reducer on it and then at the tail end they had the pvc cap and they would spray aquanet into it that was the propellant but instead of lighting a match to it or a lighter the way they were doing in the movie, they had also, you know, they cut a hole out in the pipe and installed the sparker uh, from an electric grill oh, or from a, from a gas grill, rather. So you'd open it up, you know, spray the Aquanet in there, close it up, spike the potato on there. And then they would let us, you know, 12, 13 year old kids hold the thing and push the red button and you know the the joy when you know you hear thump. Yeah, that's like the closest thing. as a kid to a bazooka. You're like sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so much fun. We we used to shoot them at a. You know how you know how you had that like you always saw that one te- uh, uh, house in the neighborhood that had like a car that was abandoned out front. Like it, like it was just sitting or like it'd be in the backyard and there was just like grass growing all around oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I had a yeah, couple sure. of those in my neighborhood, yes. Yeah, it, it was just always one of those things. Well, that was my one friend's house. He was the one that had the car in the backyard. I don't know why I 
I said it backyard like that. But um, he uh, he was also the one that used to use the potato gun, and we'd go to his house and just watch potatoes explode on this car it, and stand like five feet away from it. God forbid one of them didn't explode and it bounced back. It was just like, doink, run. <laughs> We'd be, there'd be no time to react to that. We'd be like, pow, boink, uh. God, I didn't do enough dumb shit as a kid. That's what you're telling me. Oh, you, like, every every child should be a redneck for, like, a year. For, like, a whole summer, just... I don't know if you need a year. Yeah, just a summer, really. It's... You just need one of those summers where you light stuff on fire and set off fireworks and see do, do the <sighs> pipe <laughs> pipe cannon. I don't know why I said I didn't actually have that kind of life. I, I I did grow up in the jackass era, so I was doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I mean, unfortunately. <sighs> I guess I was always that one of the friends was like, I don't know, guys, it doesn't seem very nice. Um, and all my friends were just like, yeah, we're going to go like put poop on a bag and put it on someone's steps and da, 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 New Hampshire stuff. We're bored. <laughs> I like uh, that you think that's New Hampshire stuff and not literally everywhere stuff. It, it's everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's the only reference I have for early life. But yeah, no, uh, I, I, in terms of uh, like lighting, lighting shit on fire, we've already talked about on this podcast. So I'm no stranger to getting into um, some some nonsense, including sledding down granite rock, which I recommend. Ooh. I recommend trying at least once in your life. There's nothing like just a full on like, what is that, like 85 degree angle drop, <laughs> <laughs> which is insanely steep, by the way. Uh, yeah, I've we, aged out of that kind of stupidity. At, at, at this point, uh, you know, that would just be really bad for my body. I like my legs, so I don't want to do the granite thing. I just think there's a certain age, and maybe it was just because of the kids I hung out with, where you just think you're, like, you're just incapable of death, like death happening to you. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you just, you're out there doing all the wild stuff. I did that, yeah. I did, we we grew up, I grew up just outside the Jackass era. Like Jackass uh, two came out when I was like twelve, I think. So we also did the like you want to jump off a roof kind of shit, and it was fun. I I had a lot of fun. Don't do it, uh, children, because <laughs> my friends got hurt sometimes. I hated this movie <laughs> <laughs> you don't say jim yeah Seriously. i hated it there the whole ending was so like lackluster like it just kind of end like when they're loading up the potato gun uh they are it's they're like <laughs> there's that one point where one of the ass blasters crashes into the room and Bert goes what the hell is that? It's like, you've been fighting this for 45 fucking minutes. You should know what this is by now. Uh, um, so there's, even though you hate this movie, I bet I can name something that you did love. <laughs> now let's see. Because I, I, I wrote like 10 things down that I loved. So you got this. Bert being eaten alive <laughs> by a graboid. Oh, no. You didn't love it? No, you didn't know. I bet. I, uh, yes. Well, that I mean, is, so he's, He's in a like a what like a, a barrel with no top, mm-hmm. and he gets <laughs> swallowed, and it's like anaconda, but like less gross, and you live. 
Uh, yeah, well, that, it's that that brings up a big hole, though, or, or at least a question about the graboids physiology, because their 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 hide, how thick is it? How far underground can it go where radio signals can still I mean, Bert's in a metal barrel inside a prehistoric lizard underneath the ground and he's able to use his walkie talkie. You go back to the second movie and um, Grady puts the radio on the ground mm-hmm. and uh, the graboid eats the radio and they're able to track the sound of they're able to track the movement of the graboid by the country music that it's playing as it grabs the chain from the back of their truck and drags them all over creation. Yeah. Which so, they didn't do anything with. I wish that there was like a Reba McIntyre song that was just like constantly following them around in that movie, but no, they kill it like the next scene. Oh, that would have been perfect, Jim. I know. I should write movies. <laughs> I should write Tremors 2 movies. It would have been a nice callback for Reba too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but in this one, like, I did. It was so stupid because he like gets he gets in there and you're like, oh, shit, they killed him. How are they going to bring him back? Like, I was like, wait, I know he's in other movies. How how are they bringing that guy back? And then he just like on the walkie talkie, like "Eh, I'm running out of air. I get "Eh, only a minute left. And then he only has a minute left of air, which somehow he knows. Uh, They drive all the way to Bert's house. And watch it, like, explode. And then he gets cut out by a, a thing. With a ch- with a chainsaw. <laughs> with a chainsaw. That it, you know, one of those convenient uh, desert chainsaws that uh, Bert has hanging around. Because he always has his chainsaw outside for the fucking trees that are out there, I guess. <laughs> well, Jim, he cut them all down with that chainsaw. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's why you don't see any trees. <laughs> There's no trees because he cut them all down with his chainsaw that he always keeps near the gate. Because it's so convenient for it. Uh, it's And then they cut him out. And he still is like, oh, wow. Didn't pass out because I was out of fucking oxygen. <laughs> I love that he was, uh, he's like, we're not going to talk about this, right? Like, he's more, <laughs> Im- he's less, less than he is terrified that he almost died. He's embarrassed to let anybody know that and he was eaten by a gravel. Then he pops the aviators on and Bert's back. By the way, speaking of that, when he was covered in those guts, how many Atlanta Hawks hats does he have? Oh. Okay. <laughs> this was this was something that I actually kind of laughed about. Um, wh- first of all, why is he a fan of the Atlanta Hawks? Well, well maybe I he's mean, from Georgia and he moved out to the desert be- to be a survivalist. Riddle me this, Jack. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, why... Uh, it, it it that was a weird thing to me where I was like, why is he why is he a fan of the Atlanta Hawks? That seems bizarre to me. But I think the other thing that I thought was pretty funny was because of the way the hat looked when they when you saw him in like far away, he looked like Ash Ketchum all the time because it had like the little the it like oh I did not hit the right audience with this one. Uh, yeah, who are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about Pokemon? Yeah, the Pokemon oh, Ash, guy. Ash, yeah. okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, yeah, because it's a red hat with like a white front and then like a little triangle black on the top. I was like, huh, that's Ash Ketchum. Is if that you would have said Pokemon guy, I would have known what you were talking about. Ooh, 
You know, I'm I'm at least culturally aware of Pokemon. <laughs> it would be appropriate if Ash Ketchum grew up to deal with Tremors because he's like, oh no, I've dealt with way worse. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta kill them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I got eaten by I got eaten by one of these bad boys one time. <laughs> And he's, a, he's, he slaps it on the top like, you can fit so many birds in this bad boy. <laughs> you ever have a Snorlax try to sit on you? <laughs> I've been attacked by ass blasters, and they're just like, this is a kid's cartoon. <laughs> Not a I, so here, here, Here's a question. Um, the, the movie's opening. Bert's coming back to perfection. We see the sign for perfection. Population five. Oh, yeah, they lost a lot of people. Who are the five residents, though? Okay, so we have um, is it is it Walter Chang's daughter? No, yeah, it's, her, it's his niece. It's his niece. Oh, niece. Uh, okay, so yeah. one. Um, we have Jurassic Park girl and her mom, Mindy and her mom. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's three. Uh, sexy uh, Jack, cowboy okay. guy. Okay. Cactus Jack. Yeah. Cactus McFoley. Uh huh. <laughs> Miguel. Miguel. That's five. Bert. Six. Bert's wife, who is only she they're only separated. Reba's just you know, with her mother for a little while. They're divorced at this point. Get over it, Jack. They're not getting back together. It's been eleven years for God's sakes. All right, fine, fine. So maybe they do take her off the population sign. Where does Buford live? Uh, oh yeah, he lives in the desert. He's a desert. Does man. he live down in Bixby and he just comes up to do the tours? Oh, that's true. Maybe some of them live in. Maybe Cactus Jack doesn't. <laughs> desert Jack lives in Bixby. That makes sense. I mean, he did end up taking a job in Bixby at the end, at, at like a, a car wash or whatever. Well, Mindy works at an Arby's in Bixby. Oh, she does. Yeah. She does. That's oh. the stupidest joke that I missed. I did not catch that. She had to. She had to leave school. Yeah. She when she's telling Bert, you know, I thought you were in school, and he sa- She says, uh, no, I uh, we couldn't afford the tuition, so now I work at an Arby's in Bixby. Dude, totally worth it. Fuck college. You got curly fries. Life is great. I'm thinking. We have the meats. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they didn't count. Uh, Bert. And maybe they didn't like maybe they made the sign and then they were like on the day, like, let's add a new guy, uh, Buford. <laughs> I don't know. Put him in a hat and uh, make him have a knife. And if this were a worse movie, he would stab uh, Jurassic Park girl. They're like, hey, they're shooting to... an American Pie movie next door. Just go grab one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next door in in the, in the desert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, it's, they shoot it in California, man. It's not even shot in Nevada. Yeah, go. <laughs> Nevada. 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 I went with Nevada. You got it. I know things. Yeah, you listen. I know what things are. <laughs> I can't steal that. That's a Chris Pratt line <laughs> in uh in Parks and Recreation. That's not my line. Don't ever steal it. Ever line. steal Chris Pratt rhymes. Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I will also uh, stay true to never uh, copying any of Chris Pratt's sweet, sweet rhymes. Is <laughs> from his rap career. I am so pissed off trying to think who Desert Jack looks like right now. <laughs> There's a very specific person. We don't have to think about this. I mean, if it really bothers you, we can we can name every person in the world that we can think of, and then you can tell us if you think he looks like him. Do that. Do that for me real quick. Uh, Kai, w- name every person in the world. Okay, cool. Do you know uh, 
Do you know Jeff? Uh, okay, Jack, I'm going to need you to name every person in the world. <laughs> Wait, you don't know Jeff? I know Jeff. Yeah, yeah we all know Jeff, but <laughs> I was just, I was curious who you would like, who you were going to name as the first person. It's like, um, it's like that bit where it's like, name any woman. And everyone's like, oh my God, I can't Everyone name all women. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh crap, <laughs> first day of school. <laughs> my mom? Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, that's, that's one way to go. Uh. Yeah, no. I can uh, can name every woman if you want. In the world? Yeah, you ready? Do you know Jess? No, no, hang on. I got this. This is every woman. Shaka Khan. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Well done. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Hi. I'm a professional comedian, technically. (laughs) At least one that's that horrible on every episode. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure it's me every time. Uh, are there any little like things uh, in terms of like that you just don't want to get lost in all this? Because I'm I'm trying to find the little bits of joy that exist in this episode. Oh, is it time for leftover notes? Pew 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 yeah. pew, 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 pew. Look um, at your screen right now because there's effects. <laughs> your phone should be sparking. Yeah. Oh no, your phone is on fire. Did you buy a Samsung again? <laughs> oh. Get off the plane. Now, see, you're not going to get any sponsorship dollars from Samsung for that. I was trying to get you some Arby's money, but <laughs> why don't you uh, get us some of that money from the, uh, the, the, you know, the company you work for that everyone would know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to put it in just a really long beep, uh, beep right there. <laughs> I just... can't because there are no cell towers in Nevada. Ooh, Ooh take that, cell towers. <laughs> I'll um, take Jack McDermott. Yeah. So what's the what's the deal with how much or little noise you can be making to attract a graboid? It's not consistent. It's it really because really Jack's not. driving his Jeep out there, mm-hmm. drives the Jeep out, nobody shows up, and sex offender Buford starts throwing his knife into the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's Man, he's a creep. He's a fucking creep. I forgot about that. Yeah, I blocked yeah. that out. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's that one part where uh <laughs> where there's that one part where the little girl from Jurassic Park is doing the worst dance ever and he's like oh that's sexy let me look at her five feet away binoculars. with my binoculars <laughs> oh what's going on over there hot stuff and she's like I can see you like you're here <laughs> and then cowboy Jack comes out and he's like he's like hey stop being a sex offender and he's I think like, he said, I wasn't being a sex offender. I think he said, put your dick away or something. It wasn't quite. <laughs> it, was, it was something get your like. Head out, get your head out of your pants. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> it was such a stupid line because he's stupid. And I hate him. He's so awful. Well, why are we talking about Boof? Because it's his, right before his untimely demise, he's the one who attracts it by just throwing his his murder knife into into the sand a couple of times. And and then by the way he gets your your favorite uh your favorite tourist uh with the zinc on his nose. Mm-hmm. Buford's legs are sticking out of its mouth and he says, "Is he all right?" That guy doesn't understand life and death. Um just doesn't get Look, it. Look, he's from the he's from middle America. He doesn't understand. He's never been anywhere. When his when his grandma died when he was a child, his parents said grandma went to go live on a farm and he has no idea. <laughs> That's a good excuse. Is that where all old people go is to live on a farm? Oh, Kai, uh, we have to talk about yeah, something. Seriously. Okay. Wait, 
Wait, where? What do you no, mean? No, no. Kai, they die. They die. They all die. No. <laughs> no, no, don't cry. Don't cry. Kai, do you have any leftover notes? I actually... Kai, I need you to say the leftover note before you start I'm, crying. I'm not gonna lie, I actually did tear up a little bit. What <laughs> an actor, people. I just, con- I just connected to my inner child. <laughs> the world is shattered. Nothing matters. I thought about a person dying, and I thought, <laughs> man, that's sad. Uh, so I had to Google things a few times. Uh, during this, uh, which is great. I love it when I get to watch a movie and actually educate myself. Um, I had never understood what eminent domain was until today. Which he talks about in the first movie. Yeah. Oh, really? It just mm-hmm. sucks. Uh, that sounds terrible. I didn't. Yeah, that's not a wonderful thing. What bothered me with that <laughs> is yeah. the guy comes in, which, by the way, is one of the actors who played the construction workers in uh, the first movie. Mm-hmm. So he died and then uh, started to work for Washington. Um, Didn't catch that. He, um, yeah, because no one would. Because I think it was, it feels like it was an accident. They, mm-hmm. they hired a guy and he was like, I was actually in the first movie. And they were like, fuck, we already, we already signed the contracts. Um, Put on this hat. Now you work for the government. Uh, they come in. He's afraid of eminent domain. He doesn't want them to come and take his property. Right. And then at the end of the movie, Melvin comes in and he's like hey i'm gonna give you a bunch of money for your land and it's like melvin why would you do that they're about like the government's about to take this land you can't buy this land the government's just gonna give you money after you pay for it this doesn't make sense and then bert's like nope i can't i can't sell you this land because we got this thing here and as long as it's alive uh, this is protected land that means the government's going to come and take your land, Bert. You're not yeah. going to have a home. Which, by the way, you don't have one because it blew up earlier in the movie. Move away, Bert. Move to literally anywhere else. Which brings another big question. Where did Bert get all this money from? Guns. He owns the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> wow. Definitely have to be that. Yep, that's it. No, because it just, I don't know, every single time he's just rebuilding a new home, uh, he's stockpiling what I would imagine is just like hundreds of thousands of dollars of weapons. Yeah, I mean, if, if you have over seven years of supplies to live as a person in your basement, you're doing pretty well. Something's going on there. MREs are pretty cheap. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not, they're not as expensive as you think. And if that's all you eat, like... You're you're kind of making a cheap living. It's because they're disgusting. You gotta eat. You gotta drink. You gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, and like they're also very calorie heavy, so like you don't have to eat much of it. Well, to get by. That's good to know in case I ever get trapped in a safe room. You know, you you, you talk about going to the bathroom. That reminds me. So when he first comes back to to perfection, Miguel says, "Yo, there was this whole conga line of cement mixers going down to your place, and he he built." Two foot thick walls on every side and underneath. Where's water coming in from? Oh, his slide. His fun little slide that he's got. He once in a while just goes over there and they shoot a bunch of water through because it's a desert. I don't know. I I, I guess that slide does imply a hole in the wall, which means other holes for utilities would work. Okay. All right. I'm sure he's got a bunch of little contraptions indoors. He's so he's so nifty. I love his little uh, I love his little vest with all the little mini pockets. 
Uh, he's got everything. You can, like, actually, no, they did the, the that was one of the, the lines. That was a big deal when they were kind of just like, oh, I know we need a lighter. Like, well, we're going to get a lighter. It'd be like, fucking Bert has a lighter. Bert has a lighter? How did you know? Well, you're Bert. you're Bert. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I love that. I laughed out loud at that line. It was very funny. <laughs> it was one of two lines I laughed out loud at. The other one was when, uh, 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 Arizona Jack, uh, jumps in through the window of the, <laughs> of the truck and he goes, use the door. Yes. <laughs> so we have, this is the, f- this is the third movie. So we have four more of these to watch. Actually. Uh, we have, this is nuts. How many times do you think we're going to laugh between the two of us between now <laughs> and the remainder of this fucking series? Oh, many times. I laughed a bo- I I laughed a couple times. It was just those were the two lines that like I was supposed to laugh at. Jack, when you're if you're still listening to uh, or still watching these, um, please mm-hmm. talk to us. Oh yeah. After, after we watch them, I I like it just as a. We're we're going through this together as people right now. Like the fact that you're gonna you're just you bought all these and watch this. I just need other people, you know. J- Jim and I need support from other people who have watched all the fucking Tremors movies. <laughs> the way I figured it is, it was more expensive than just buying the movie. But I also and I told you this beforehand. I kind of wanted to get my head into the world. I wanted to, and I'm glad I did because I understood some of the callbacks. I understood some of the things. Uh, you know, that, that happened in the evolution of the graboid life cycle. Um, but I, you know, the, I got the six pack and, uh, part of it is because I also, in addition to being a guest on your podcast, I am a listener. And, uh, so I want to, I want to be able to kind of, you know, go along for the ride as uh, you all talk about this with some other interesting people. Uh, We're going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Right before we uh, right before we do our quick wrap up, I did want to do my uh, leftover note for you. Oh yes, please. Uh, I've got one leftover too, Jim. So okay. Oh, good, good, good. There was a part where they showed some cows, and the caption on the TV said, "Pained moos." <laughs> Definitely did not catch that. I would have laughed at that. It was oh. the funniest thing I ever saw in this movie. <laughs> Closed captions are so great. Um. The, the only the note that I had that I for some reason wanted to come back to uh, just just bringing it back around to penises um, when when Jody is on the phone with her supplier uh, arguing about whether the uh, the little graboid statues that she's trying to sell should have three tentacles or four they look like dildos it looks like she's got uh, you know four dildos lined up on on her counter yeah. you know and you know previously she was showing off a hand puppet so I don't understand. Well, you know, are they graboid sex toys or? They very well could be. I know that dragon oh, yeah. dildos, dragon dildos are a thing. So honestly, if <gasps> I need to coin this, as soon as we get off this, I am making fucking tremors dildos. I am doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kai. I'm gonna Google that right now. No. <laughs> sorry, Bert Ward. Get out of the way. I'm looking up tremors dildos. <laughs> By the oh, way, that scene. Oh yeah, they, they have them. They do. History. They have tremors. Uh, oh no! Are they big? No, it's a different thing. <laughs> it's a different kind of tremors. <laughs> I feel like this should be double-ended. I feel like you'd want it to be a double-ended dildo. Oh, uh, I'm about to, I, every other thing is like Pornhub. I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch a video of it right now. I mean, Maybe it's later. Entirely possible that there's a dildo named the Ass Blaster. 
Oh yeah, no, they're absolutely. Oh. <laughs> it's happening right now. <laughs> Jack, stay out of my room. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's called the Ass Blaster Inflating Dildo. So come on, Jack. <laughs> Uh, that scene though did play off to me like a really bad improv scene, like because <laughs> she's like on the phone and she's like, "These things have four tentacles and I want it three. Nobody will buy these." And they're like, "By the way, it's a tremor." She's like, "Goodbye, person. I'm not buying them. Where are we going?" <laughs> it, like it was so all over the place. It was like someone who's it's like a 101 scene. I was like, "Write your movie. <laughs> Write it." <laughs> Don't just make it up. <laughs> Write the movie. Don't just put them in a set and go, good luck. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think I want to talk about anything else. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that's where I'm at. I mean, I was going to talk about the one thing that we – so one of the things we never even really got into uh, was – no, we did. We talked about Mel being – or excuse me, Melvin, who refers to himself as Mel, mm-hmm. uh, is like the real estate broker. Like I, I – he he wasn't like uh, they brought him back in the movie, but he literally only got scenes with Bert, if I'm not mistaken. Like yeah, what? A, they can only yeah. afford him for one day. Yeah, a, I, that's a, what I'm he's thinking. He's a big actor now. <laughs> right, like I don't know, it just felt like such an unnecessary character to bring back, and I guess that kind of just bothered me for some reason. That was on my list of things that was just like, why? We don't like we don't even get to see him. Uh, like I, I enjoyed him. I hated him when he was a teenage like teenager in the first one, but the fact that I just like he just has. He's not even funny to hate this time around. You know, he's not being handed a gun that's, you know, empty or whatever like that. He's just he's just a shitty dude. Do you want to know about the actor's personal life? Uh, yeah, please tell me about the actor that plays Mel. Uh, his name is Robert Jane. And this is uh, what his Wikipedia personal life says. Jane is of Jewish descent. So... He's got that going for him. It's the only thing. The only thing about that guy that's of interest in his personal life is that he's Jewish. Did he write that down? Uh, no, there's something really interesting. He's he was a professional blackjack player for years, and he's been blacklisted by by casinos because he's so good. No. So, oh wait, he because they suspect that he's cheating. No, Jack, it's, you're it, right. They will they'll they'll blacklist you even if you're not cheating, but if you're using um, techniques that they feel uh, dilute the house edge. So if you're good at math, yeah, here's a fun pretty much. Here's a fun little fact for you uh, for y'all. Um, they can do that in Nevada. Uh, they <laughs> in Las they Vegas. Can, yeah, in Las Vegas they can they can kick you out for that. Uh, in Atlantic City though, they are not allowed to do that. If you're counting cards, as long as it's just you counting the cards, they are not allowed to kick you out because you're using uh, you're using your brain for its advantage. Mm. That's right. But if you have someone else doing it, then it doesn't count. (laughs) So just so we're clear, Rotten Treasure is encouraging you in in an economic crisis to take all of your hopes and dreams down to Atlantic City in the middle of a pandemic. Get your butt down there and make yourself some cash. Yes. Don't go to Las Vegas or you will end up. Like Robert Jane. Jack, do you have anything to promote? <laughs> I do, yeah. I've got a couple of really cool webinars coming up at work, but uh, nobody here cares about that. But uh, as you all mentioned in the intro, I am on an improv team called Daddy Issues with a bunch of cool people. And we do a live online show every month on the third Friday. 
Also check out our YouTube page for some of our past shows uh, and also some fun promo videos uh, that our friend Mike does for us. Uh, that's all I have to promote. Friend of the show too. He's been on the ep- he's been on the show. Has he? Which episode did he do? He will be on. He has been on episode five, uh, Home Alone five. It has not been released in the time in which we're existing in right now. Right. Okay. For us. <laughs> oh it's God, this backlog is going to confuse the shit out of me. I love it. <laughs> oh, I cannot what, wait. What time is it? Oh boy. <laughs> awesome. Um. Great. Well, Jack, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been a blast. Yes, thank you. An ass blast. <laughs> End it on that, Kai. And hard cut That's, after that. It ends on ass blast? <laughs> Just put like put like an extra five minutes of silence afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to have it be like, ass blast, blast, blast. <laughs> and then it's a very silent, like... <laughs> I didn't even talk about how poorly the sound is mixed. All the explosions are like... And they're all like... I forgot about that. Rambling on this, that's how you're gonna end it. Yeah, just oh, yeah. slowly, just slowly fading away while I'm yelling. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Jack, I do what I want. If I if I want to end the episode and then just randomly throw on ten more minutes of content, but like leave a thirty minute gap in between the end of the other episode, I'll do it. <laughs> Bonus tracks. Yeah, Just we don't so... care about our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. If I do decide to keep some of this, it was great to listen. <laughs> no, we need to do this properly. Um, okay, so I uh, want to remind our listeners, uh, you will be listening to this episode, and then you will be thinking to yourself, who's going to be on next week's episode? Uh, we're going to be back next week uh, with Tremors 4. Is it Bloodlines? Are we at the Bloodlines now? Uh, let me look. Oh, I must throw up. Uh, Tremors for the Legend Begins. <laughs> We're gonna keep the part where you said you're almost throw up. <laughs> I wanted to end on that. <laughs> Hang on, let me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Uh, we're gonna be coming back. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, we're going to be getting Ablin, and I always forget Ablin's last name. We're so good at names on this podcast. I, I know what her last name is, but I kind of want to, like, I want, like, is next it, week when we record is, with her, I want her to be, like, Klein? it is Klein, but I don't know if she wants, is she going to say that? Like, I don't know. We're gonna just, I'll edit it, and it'll just say Avelyn. Um, there's going to be a lovely person that we love named <laughs> Avelyn. Come back, listen to us talk about more bad movies. Uh, I mean, I specifically even was like, oh, I want to have Jack on the po- the episode uh, that's going to be the best out of some of these, like, bad movies. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no i'm so we're so sorry jack yeah i know you loved it i didn't say i loved it i said i liked it i and if i jack, if if earlier in the podcast i did say i loved it you're gonna edit that out uh no <laughs> i i i enjoyed it for the bad movie that it was uh, you know uh, recognizing recognizing the you know the i the idea behind direct to video movies i thought it was fun Everything Real, that was bad about it was fun, and everything that was good about it was fun. Real quick, what's better? Uh, Tremors 3, uh, Back to Perfection, or The Godfather? Oh, God, The Godfather, of course. End on that, Kai. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Thanks.